0: Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. I uh, am breaking lots of rules and making more pieces of content one day because I'm feeling it. So um, one of the other pieces on my mind was about uh, max client value extraction, um, which is just a, I guess, fancy way of saying how to get the most money from people who are coming through your business. And ultimately, if you look at the difference between small business owners and enterprise businesses, big, large businesses, you know, multinational corporations, et cetera, um, is their ability to extract and provide value to end users. And typically they do this through a very choreographed process, right? And so what I wanna do is give you an example of something that's not in the fitness space, and then give you an example of what we have as a pretty refined process for um, upselling and ascending Uh, customers uh, in a pipeline all right so in in and most small business owners feel bad about selling people and that's why they're broke and can't make money and blah 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 blah, right Um, but hopefully you're beyond that point and you're okay with selling things because that is kind of how business works um, as long as you're yeah this is really kind of how business works Um, don't have time to break your belief on that it just is what it is So if you were to look at like rental cars, right? This is pretty, you know, agnostic, just, you know, grabbing a, grabbing a coffee from out there. Right. And you look at the process that they take somebody through. Okay. So when you're ordering online, you have multiple times where they're going to try and one click upsell. So with the the online selling process mirrors the in-person selling process and they do it multiple times because what they have figured out is the one equation that I can tell you right now for making money, which is, the amount of goodwill you have times the number of times you ask for a sale equals revenue, right? It equals how much money you make. Right. And so in a, in a, in a rental car space, you would go, you, you order online, you'd make your reservation. They try and upsell you a couple things online. Maybe you say yes or no, whatever. Um, and then you come in person. All right. Now I just recently rented a car cause we were on vacation in um, Utah. And so it was just for me, I was smiling the whole time cause I just enjoyed, I enjoy selling processes. What you know in general, and seeing what they're doing. And it was clear that the rep who was who was selling us was she was brand new, right? But even though she was brand new, you could tell that this one conversation, this one process, had been just absolutely like this is your job is to do these things, and they made it so stupid simple that anyone can do it, right? And so as we're signing, we're going through, right? First question she asks is. Hey, are you sure this is going to be a big enough car given, you know, Hey, you might need boots or skis or blah, blah, blah. Are you sure you don't want like a, a bigger sized vehicle? Right? So right there upsell number one. Okay. Now for the the gym owners or for the fitness professional professionals in general, who are listening to this. Like she just asked me if I wanted more, right? I didn't feel offended. I wasn't like, how dare you ask me if there's something else that I would like. I was like, huh, let me consider that. Uh, do we need another car that's bigger than the, than the, the basic one? Are we gonna take anything? Ah, uh, probably not. I think we should be okay, right? Upsell opportunity number one. Then, next thing that she says when uh, when we're, we're going through this, she's like, so would you like the uh, uh, standard uh, insurance or would you like the minimum, right? Now, mind you, they're both upsells. I can always opt to say I'll take zero, I'll take none of those things and take it on the fact that my MX covers for car damage, because it does and so does yours, um, but, That was upsell opportunity number two. And the choices that she gave wasn't like, she didn't say, um, do you want us to just add insurance on to your vehicle? She didn't say that. She was like, would you like the standard or would you like the minimum? And the minimum implied, it must be like, No, no, I'll just take the minimum, right? When in reality, it's still an upsell, okay? So that was upsell number two that happened. And this is just in a matter of like a four minute conversation, all right? Then and and was like she's like I don't feel like dealing with the card if something happens it's gonna be icy she's like just get the freaking insurance and I was like no and she was like just get it and I was like fine right so end up getting the insurance okay which was an egregious ridiculous amount which was like I think I think it was like twenty bucks a day right now for insurance most insurance is like twenty dollars a month right and so for them to charge that for that period of time is literally pure profit you're talking like ninety eight percent margin on that money because the likelihood that it happens is zero and you have to have recorded every single dent on your car, which is another revenue opportunity which I'll get to in a second. Now, that was upsell number two. And this is after we had all the upsells that happened on the actual page during the ordering process. This is just us picking up the damn car that we already made the decision on, right? Number three, thank you, Ari Lewis, right? Uh upsell number three was, hey, would you like to just prepay for gas? That way you don't have to worry about uh, filling it up. It's only 270 a gallon, right? Which is the same rate or a little cheaper than what the, the gas was in the area at the time. Now, she said it like that, which is the way she was which it's just the way she was trained to say it. But what they don't tell you is that you're prepaying an entire tank of gas which means that if you only use a third of your tank, you still paid for the entire tank of gas, right? And so that upsell is, let's say it's a truck, which is what we ended up getting. Um, I think that they actually, they gave us the truck, even though I didn't take an upsell. They gave it to us anyways, because they had too many. Um, I think it's it's like a 25-gallon tank times $3, right? So it was a $75 upsell, and we probably, I think when we, we drove it back in, I think we'd only used... Uh, a third or maybe half a tank of gas, and we'd actually drove a decent amount, right? And so each of these things um, ended up being upsell opportunities, and it actually added a total of four hundred dollars, I think, to the to the ticket uh, for our for our stay there, right? All of these little things that they added on, um, and I looked at Layla, I was like, you realize I just added four hundred dollars to this ticket, right? Now at this point, I'm I'm okay with this stuff, like it's more just worth the, not dealing with the headache, but the point is is that you have to have a choreographed experience for upselling. Now, mind you, once I got to the car, I then had to, you know, you take your video, by the way, qu- quick hack, is just take a video on your phone of your whole car rather than try to like mark it on the thing so that if they do try and ding you, you can show the time and date stamp uh, that the ding was already there. Anyway, um, now, what I wanna do is now explain the process that most people have at their gyms and why they don't make money, right? Like if I had, ju- and the reason that hurts and budget and dollar and all these ones have been in business is because they understand the process. This is the process of getting as much value from each client that that uses the, the, the vehicle, right? And to the same degree, it's also providing value because some people might not wanna deal with uh, filling up the gas tank they might value their time like we do right and they might not want to have to worry about slipping on ice and getting a dent in the car blah blah blah, blah and having to file it with the credit card company like you don't have to deal with it right and they might value having a bigger car like these are all things that some people might value and they know that on average x percent are going to take each one of these upsells and the more times they ask the more money they make real quick guys if you can think about how you found this podcast somebody probably tweeted it told you about it shared it on instagram or something like that The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads, I don't do sponsorships, I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur. Right, and in fitness, because we have poor views about money as a community, we say it is bad to upsell people, right? Which is stupid, but anyways. Now, in fitness, This is the best process that I'm aware of up to this point. When someone walks in the door, at that point is when you sell them service. And you don't just sell them a membership, you sell to their goal. All right. So that means that someone might come in for a 28 day, a six week, a 14 day, a 12 week, a whatever, a referral for God's sake, right? They come in the door and you're going to sell them to their goal. You're going to sell them for 36 weeks or however long you think it's going to help to take, to, it's going to take to get them to whatever their goal is. Right? So that's number one. Most people don't even do that sale. They're like just the like, people come in and they're like, Hey, why don't you just do a free trial? Right? And you're like, God, <laughs> like God. anyways, no wonder you're not making anything. Anyways, so someone walks in, you sell them on that because that's when they're the most excited. That's when they're most committed. They walk in the door. Right now, that's if you just do that, you're already ahead of everyone else. All right. But if you want to go even further, right, and be a really smart business owner, the next thing you do is you should have a nutrition orientation, all right, and this is where you talk to someone, again, you reiterate their goals, you reiterate their pain, and then you onboard them with a good experience, but then you ask them about their food, and at this point, you can upsell them supplements, right, and you can upsell them meals so that they don't have to keep, like now for some consumers, It's not going to be everyone, but you're going to know that X percent of people, you're going to 80% of people are going to buy at least two products for supplements and one out of three or one or one out of two, depending on how good your salesperson is, is going to take one, two or three meals uh, a day off their plate. So they don't have to worry about it anymore. Right. And that's real value to a consumer. Right. But to the business, it's also adding multiple revenue streams and upsells. Like think about that car company, right. Multiple revenue streams for them was gas, right? Insurance, the size of the vehicle, right? Each of those things, and the dents that happened later, whatever, right? All of these things were different categories of revenue that they were able to derive you know, or provide value from and then extract value in return from the customer, right? And for us as gym owners, what else does someone buy, right? You're gonna buy gas if you use your own car. You're gonna buy supplements if you get into fitness. You're gonna buy food if you get into fitness. So we should have each of these things. Now that's just upsell number Two, right, it's the second orientation, you have two upsells during that conversation. Now, after that point, is there, that's where most people are like, all right, I'm already done, I've already provided enough value, I've already extracted enough value. But no, there's more, all right? At day 14 or day 21, typically in that range, is when you can actually meet again with the person, establish how they're doing, see, provide more value in terms of goal setting and, and really just looking back at their performance up to this point, looking at their attendance, etc. And the beauty of this next meeting is that you actually have yet another opportunity for upsell, all right? Because there's really two scenarios. Like scenario one is the person is not getting the the, the, the weight loss that they want. They're not hitting the goals at the speed that they're looking for. And at that point, you upsell them additional levels of accountability, right? If you're at the gym. So it's like, hey, we're going to provide one-on-one accountability for you. We're going to be, I want to be, you know, I'm going to text you every day, make sure that you show up for your workouts. I'm going to make sure that you're doing your food stuff Um, and you can give them a deal for signing up today in that moment right now if the person is really happy then they like you and will probably take whatever offer you give them at this point because they're already so thrilled with the results so either scenario actually works to your advantage because if they're struggling now you can solve the pain and if they're succeeding then you can have the goodwill that you can bank on to say hey this is if you if you're getting results on this imagine the results you're going to get with our more advanced program with our more uh, with more accountability, more coaching, et cetera. Right. And so to recap this, the choreographed experience that you need to take some through has to be multiple revenue streams, has to, well, many times in the gym space, be multiple conversations because renting a car is different than signing up for training because you don't have to arm wrestle someone to sign up for a rental car. They have to do it. Whereas uh, at the gym, you do often have to arm wrestle someone for 30 or 40 minutes to get them to become, you know, to make the decision to be healthy for themselves. All right. So, sale number one is going to be your service sale where you sell to goal not sell them a membership or sell them a trial but you sign, sign them all the way to the goal and just like that you take somebody who is going to be worth a trial and maybe not convert and you get them committed and now they're committed for 36 weeks at x right so now all of a sudden you have a two thousand dollar sale which automatically sets you up as two times the lifetime value of the average gym or three depending how shitty they are all right then after that you establish two other revenue streams from supplements and food at the second consultation that you have, which is for nutrition. All right, great. Now we have two more revenue streams that we're kicking in. Then at day 14 or day 21, depending on how you want to structure. But in that second to third week, you're going to sit down with them again and then upsell either more continuity or high levels of service. If you want, hey, you want to do similar private training instead of group maybe that might actually help you advance fashion might hold you a little more accountable showing up hey do you want to do one-on-one accountability with me so you can actually do some of these workouts remotely all of these things are different ways of having the conversation where you get upsell different levels of service right and so this experience this choreographed experience um, allows you to maximize extract value from the customer and then if you want to be even sexier as a gym owner once a quarter you're doing an entire campaign to your your whole list, your current customers and your list of past customers and reactivations to get them back in the door and upsell them into a defined period program like a 28 day belly fat blast or a uh, you know a six week challenge or a big booty boot camp or a accountability challenge or a whatever. And guess what? On the back end of that, you should have that continuity service set up so that they can stay and keep doing it, and they're going to pay more to do so. And so if you do that on a quarterly basis, then it means that you're going to, on a consistent basis, upsell the customers that didn't take the initial offers on the front end, right? And so overall, after having your first service sale and then your supplements and nutrition sale, and then you have your higher level of service upsell for a semi-private, for one-on-one, for accountability, for remote training, all those things uh, on conversation number three. And then you have, on a, re- on a regular basis, you kind of catch with a big net. Anyone else who slipped through the cracks get them to bring friends, reactivate. And that is the process of being able to consistently extract max value from customers and to also provide value to customers, which is how this whole game works. Right? And so right now, if you look at your business and you're like, man, we only do one of these things or two of these things. Well, then you're leaving money on the table and the good news is that all you have to do is implement it and you can increase your revenue per customer without doing anything else in your business and you can make more. So, anyways, I hope this is valuable for you. Um, if you did like it, tag someone or comments or uh, or leave a, a kind review on the podcast if you're listening. Um, and uh, hope you guys have an amazing day and uh, implement this and don't be afraid to make more by providing.